is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Game Informer Show, a weekly podcast covering the video game industry. Join us every Thursday for a discussion about the latest gaming news, reviews, and exclusive reveals alongside Game Informer staff and special guests from around the industry. I'm your host today, Alex Van Aken, and I'm joined by Wesley LeBlanc, the Hello. news hound himself, the once Hello. and future informer. Hey, Wes. Hi. Sorry, I was trying to like hype myself up and then. Yeah, I realized I, I was right. going and you were just holding that note. <laughs> you're being a spooky My lungs aren't very good. I have asthma. So that note was only going to last like four seconds max. Um, yeah, but I'm glad yeah, I got it great. out. Hello, I thought everyone. you were doing like a ghost of Christmas past or something. <laughs> that actually is what I was doing. Yeah, that's. that's... <laughs> I like that Wes just has like chains laying around his office as a prop. Wesley, Marley LeBron. Arises. Uh, that voice you're hearing is Kyle Hilliard. Hello, Kyle. I am a living human. Uh, I breathe. I have dreams. Not a ghost. Whoa. Confirmed. Do you do you dream often? Uh, realistically, not. No, not much lately. I've hit a point now in my life where I I wake up before the alarm. You know, the alarm has to interrupt your. Oh dreams. no, I was talking about like aspirations. You know. Oh, you still have. Dreams. No, I'm good. I've hit all the goals. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, yeah. Plateaued. I just sleep through it all. <laughs> um, hello, Marcus Stewart. How are you? I'm doing great. I like to think I'm the the ghost of Christmas future. This is the uh, the future of Christmas. You're hearing it right now. Me, I'm the new Santa. What does 2023 entail for us? ghost of christmas future well unfortunately most of the planet will probably be underwater um mm. which i guess is good news for me as santa because it's less houses i have to visit that's um, dark yeah, santa yeah and i can also bring most people the same thing which will probably be like a life preserver <laughs> i was gonna say like a, <laughs> a buoy is twitter how's twitter doing uh there is it gone at this point are we done with it yeah you won't believe what replaces twitter <laughs> okay but, all right yeah, it's gonna be wild strap in uh is it web three you nailed it <laughs> you saw uh, over the weekend uh myspace tom poked his head yes. up and yeah console. for the first time in a year yeah the last time he tweeted was like a year ago and then he shows up when and is in elon's mention suddenly he might be my like new role model for like rich people of like he made his money and then just like completely just fell off the face of the earth to go yeah. live his life. And I think that's and now he might want a little more money. And so he's like, hey, what's up? Yeah. I'm here. It's like, that's exactly what happens to Twitter if MySpace Tom takes over. Do we get profile songs? I hope. Do you think the top eight hierarchy, like he replaces the verification with the top eight, brings it back? Oh, <laughs> that would be pretty great, actually. <laughs> That I logged into my MySpace that. account when everything started collapsing, and it's still it's still there. I had to change my password to get in and stuff, but I was like, "Mine's long gone, mine. not by choice." Oh, okay. I don't know if I'd be able to get into mine if I wanted to. Yeah, mine right. is... you might have a different email or something. Yeah, I know mine's still there, and I logged into it probably two, three years ago. But I've logged. I think I do that every two or three years. It's like, oh, I wonder if that's still like a thing I can access and. Every time it's still there. But yeah, I mean this is just this is just a sneaky way to get plugs out of the way. Follow Marcus and I on MySpace. We'll throw you on our <laughs> top eight. If yes. I get an email that says like new friend notification on MySpace. <laughs> That's very funny. I got lost in the transition from old old MySpace to like 2010 MySpace. Remember when like I think it must have been when he sold it cuz it kind of like became less message board looking. And more like, you know, they had like the glossy look 
And sometime during that transition, I think you had to log in to keep your account or something. I don't Is that know. when he kind of, because it really started steering towards like music stuff. Yeah. It, you know, yeah. it was almost like your profile was just like a Spotify page, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, sometime around then, I, I like somehow my account got deleted or lost or something. I miss my, so, my list it's gone. that told you everything you need to know about me without having to speak to me. Oh, remember the surveys that you could yeah. do? Like the little, yeah. Dude, <laughs> remember just the third My market? appreciation, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I've, al- I've often wondered like how many people lost their money. Cause remember there was like a whole third market like scene for like those profile backgrounds of like- The themes. Yeah, like I would spend way too much time being like, I need to find the perfect Dragon Ball theme for my background and typing in the HTML code. <laughs> Those designers are still in business. They're working for the PlayStation Network store. <laughs> but it must be hurting now because we lost that too. Okay, I'm Yeah, a- and their, their style hasn't been updated in, in a decade. All right, I'm logging um, in. So myspace.com slash Kyle ADS is my account. Uh, that's oh, like man. my old band. I'm uh, going to post right now. Excited to get back into MySpace. <laughs> okay, Glad you yeah, found please. me from the GI show. Have you ever updated Perfect. your photo? Like, is it still like... I can't. It doesn't work anymore. So it's still circle you from whenever you last... No, it's just a dead image. It just doesn't work and I can't oh, change it. Okay. Gotcha. So the site's That's like... Wild. It's like defunct? You can't I, update? Dang. It kind of works. Wild. I don't know. It's very weird. Yeah. Just frozen in time. Um, well, let's get into the show. Welcome, everybody, to the Game Informer show. Um, this is the holiday special. What does that mean? It means it's largely going to be unscripted. I have like two things I want to talk about, and it's probably going to be a little shorter than usual. Do we have like caroling music we can play? Um, you know what? Trigger that right now. All right. Thanks for making this edit more complicated, Marcus. (laughs) That is my gift to you this holiday. (laughs) Yeah, Marcus is currently dancing to the the jingle it's playing. Uh, It's snowing. Uh, Yeah, I'll have to log into our sound library and send it to Matt. Um, but yeah, wow. Listen to this jingle right here. I hope it's like copyright it, free. So it's not. Isn't it so lovely? It I hope it's yeah. Mariah Carey. No, it definitely <laughs> won't be. She is not in the Epidemic Sound Library. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I figured we would talk today about kind of what we have planned for the break. Uh, if there are any games that uh, we're hoping to beat over the holiday. Last year, I beat Bloodborne for the first time during the holiday break. Uh, and this year, I've got a similar mission to beat a larger game. Um, so we'll get into that. We got some listener questions uh, and we'll just generally have a nice cozy time. This is again, pre-recorded. Uh, we're recording this on the 21st. I'm about to hop on a plane. I have to leave in two and a half hours. So uh, let's get this show on the road. Marcus, what's your what's your holiday to-do list this year? Do you have one or are you just kind of hanging back and, and vibing? In terms of like video games yeah sure or you know grocery shopping you know what what's going on in the world of marcus um i'm gonna be traveling down south this weekend gonna shack up at my parents place and then on christmas day go further south to uh my family that- how, you're already in florida how much yeah. farther south can you go i live in orlando which is central florida <laughs> okay and then my family okay. lives about two hours south or like my mom and my stepdad and then most of my other family lives like in West Palm Beach, which is uh, where I'm originally from. And so going to be doing a lot of that, I guess, driving. So that'll be fun. I'll probably bring my Switch with me. I'm only going to be up there for or down there for the weekend, but I'm going to play some. Uh, 
I got Xenoblade Chronicles 3 recently. I'm gonna I started playing a bit of that to see what the hype is about. I've only ever played the first Xenoblade, but I really like it. And yeah, I I wanna see where this one goes. But um also got a uh, Chained Echoes, which I don't think we've had a chance to talk about on the GI show. No, yet. we haven't. But I'm early in that as well. I'm digging it so far. I like the presentation. It plays nice. I I, I need to play more before I can kind of confidently give any sort of like in-depth discussion about it. But I'm enjoying it so far. So it's off to a good start. Can I can I ask you chained awesome. chained memories is what it's called, right? Chained echoes. Chained echoes. And that's the Xbox that's the um Game Pass like throwback kind of looks like a 16-bit rpg a little bit right yeah i forgot it's on xbox i'm playing it on switch but yeah okay. yeah it's on game oh, Pass that too. seems like a good switch game it had been uh kicking around for a while and just came out but yeah it's pretty much just like a love letter to 16-bit jrpgs well i i had a question because there's like a secret thing i i really love that era of rpg right like it's mm-hmm. it's I, the Chrono Triggers, the you know, I would I would put Golden Sun kind of in that grouping, you know. And like one of the things I love about like those two games in particular is like, despite it being turn based, the combat is is actually quite fast, and you can like select your attacks very quickly. Mm-hmm. And does Chained Echoes kind of feel like that? Does it feel like it has a good pace in the combat, or does everything kind of slow to a crawl when it's time to fight? Uh, it feels like it's got a good pace. Okay, uh, I've never played Golden Sun, believe it or not. Uh, so I can't compare it to that, but it's definitely faster than I'd say a lot of the average old school RPG from what I've played so far. Okay. Like I'm enjoying the pace and it was weird as it sounds. I'm also enjoying just the movement pace of just walking around like your character really moves. And I kind of like that they don't move slowly because it just makes navigation more fun. Unless... Yeah, you're, you're speaking my language here. This this sounds. I might have to check it this out. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, Game Pass, download, give it a shot. I like I, said, I I and it's been getting a lot of buzz too. Like I've been yeah. seeing people that are much deeper in saying it, it only gets better as it. It's goes. a small team, I think, making that the game too. Yeah, that's going to be one I I'm definitely want to spend more time with. But overall, I have like a laundry list of stuff. Like I still haven't finished God of War. I got to finish. Midnight. I haven't even started it. Oh, you never started? <laughs> wow. it? Oh, wow. That's that's my plan for the holiday, I think. Okay. Um is finally starting that cuz I it was uh what? We were in now that we can talk about it. We were in England for the Dead Island 2 cover trip. We got back and it was the week of uh my wife's birthday. Then we went back home for the holidays and it was my birthday. Uh and then it's just been it's been a gauntlet of for the holidays leading up to break. And I didn't want to like I was too busy, I think, to devote a full thirty hours or whatever to beating God of War. So I was like, I'm just gonna wait till it's till thirty I hours have if you're a lucky. Chance. If you really mainline it. Oh really? I'm yeah. twenty five hours in and the story is from what I can tell nowhere close to being finished. But I'm I'm trying to take my time. I would I want to do the side stuff. because uh, there's a lot of good stuff in there. And also reading your review, Kyle, hearing you talk about some of the best sort of character stuff is in the side stuff. Yeah, I mean there's a whole I, I there's a whole like gigantic not to scare anyone away but there's a whole gigantic the biggest area in the whole game is associated with a side quest like it's this really dense open area that you can just totally miss um i didn't even go explore it until after i beat the game so like yeah the the side stuff is is crazy and worth pursuing in god of war absolutely i laughed out loud a few times at that area because 
of it just the way that it continued to open up i was like <laughs> yeah. okay here we go and then more stuff and i'm like it just it's mind-blowing it's it's huge yeah but anyway, it's fun i wonder if i found that yet i maybe not i don't i don't want you guys to say but now i'm wondering like have i have i visited this yet <laughs> you have to follow wesley please help me here it's like a pig right like you have to follow its footsteps if that doesn't sound familiar okay yeah no pigs yet okay pigless game truffle so pig <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's like kratos goes truffle hunting with the but it is, yeah. it is wild because it feels so side questy. It's like, oh, hey, go follow those footprints. And then you're like, oh, my God, what did I find? Yeah. Jesus. I played it like I beat, I would do all the side stuff in an area, like in a realm before moving on to the next main path in a different area. And that area, I probably put six, seven hours in of side stuff before finally moving on. I don't know if I'd recommend doing that necessarily. Like maybe just kind of play with it and see how you feel. But yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Okay, but but hear me out. What if I played The Witcher Three next gen instead? I mean, have you played The you Witcher Three already? No, I haven't. Oh, interesting. I mean, you're definitely unless you lock yourself in a room and interact with no one that you die. You won't not finish that <laughs> in the time that we have for okay, fair for break. Yeah. That is a. So I should stick with God of War. Is what you're saying? You definitely cannot do both. It's one or the other. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, when I was a, I was an intern. At GI when Witcher 3 was out in 2015 and I was trying to play that Metal Gear Solid 5 Phantom Pain oh and then God. eventually Fallout 4 launched when I was there it was trying <laughs> to play all four of those at the same time and that quickly became a like wow that just isn't feasible so I had to Witcher I think Metal Gear I was the furthest in so I just I was like, gonna say who won from that three because like metal gear totally kicked those other two like out of bed like no problem for me i never <laughs> finished those other two but metal gear i played I mean, a ton only one game lets you call in a helicopter that has man eater playing exactly you know? but, yeah um, witcher I, weird that part of the game i, I surprised <laughs> it really comes out of nowhere Just, it comes out of roach's mouth he starts singing it yeah <laughs> but awesome. i did finish what? all three of them while i were there so jeez workhorse jeez, man wow. killing it I was trying to prove. I was like, "Hey guys, I I play games too, you know." He's like, "Nobody disputed that." Wait, play games? <laughs> games. I, I know you guys already picked me for this position, but I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> you made the right choice. <laughs> Wes, what are your holiday plans? Like every Christmas for the past four years, I'm asking Santa for a 60 FPS patch on Bloodborne, and no. I'm hoping that he comes through this year. And if so, that's what I'm going to be playing. But in the very likely event that doesn't happen. I'm going to be playing... I'm just going to be kind of dipping around into a bunch of stuff. I need to play more Midnight Suns. I'm playing Signalis. I need to finish Norco. Um, Probably play more of the new chapter of Fortnite because it's very good and all my friends are way farther in the battle pass than me. What level are you at? Oh, like 22. I think I've played a night or two maybe. Okay. Yeah, and then I just had travel and other games and stuff. And um, yeah, I think I'm going to play around with my uh, Steam Deck a bit more too. I've got... I have like three Christmases to do just because my wife's parents are divorced. So handy little gaming devices like the Steam Deck are great for the long family days. Do you ever rank your Christmases? Yeah. Every year. Yeah, <laughs> it's like how we, whenever we get back home, we do that. And then we sacrifice the part of the family that failed us the most. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's the only way to ensure that the following. That doesn't is... seem very sustainable, Wes. <laughs> no, it's, do that yeah. A few times. yeah, I think like three years max, but it'll be worth it in the end. New, a new tradition. Yeah. Is what you're I mean, you just have to keep getting 
more parents. Or you make them choose who gets sacrificed. It's like, yeah, it's... one of you has to go because <laughs> this we got to turn this into a party next year. So we'll let you decide who is getting the, I guess, I was going to say proverbial axe, but maybe it's a literal axe in this case. I don't know. This is a Blumhouse movie in the making. Well, that's cool. I, um, I relate to the three Christmases. I've got uh, one, two, three. I used to have four. Luckily, I only have three now. So you sacrifice always. One. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're consistently, you know, like y'all. This ham is very overcooked year after year. Something's got to give. Um, and it turned out being their life that had to give. Mm. Uh, so yeah, three Christmases now, and two of those are mine. So it's always like a weird. We call it our custody schedule. Um, and at first, I don't think our family really liked that. <laughs> we thought it was really funny. And also, my family is separated. So, like, it kind of works for me. So, yeah, we figured out our custody schedule. And it's always weird because it's like, okay, we really want to make these, like, as even as possible. But I've got, like, two families to see. Kayla has one. So, it's I feel pretty good about it this year. You know, Kayla's getting her half. And then we're kind of being creative with my side of the family so that, you know, it's still equal. Kayla gets her half. I get my half. And mine's just a little, like... Okay, we're going here this day, here this day, and it's, it'll be fun. It'll be, it'll be fine. Uh, I'm starting to think maybe I won't have time to play any games at all. The more I think about the logistics of the trip, but you know, that's a problem for future Alex. Uh, Kyle, what are your plans for for the holidays? Uh, I, nothing. I'm staying home. I I have a a, a kid, so I don't have. I people got to come to me if they want to do Christmas. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. uh, so I got all the time in the world to play video games. I'm sure I'll fill it with other stuff though, because that's how it always happens. Roblox. Uh, yeah, she plays a lot of Roblox. The kid. Um, yeah, that's her main thing. I've been trying to get her to get back into Fortnite again the past couple days. Where I'm like, hey, you, and she loves my hero. She has like all the manga oh. and stuff like that. But uh, so I'm like, hey, we should we should play together. And she's like, no, nah, I don't want to. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna play without <laughs> you. So, but I mean, I in terms of like video game plans, I. Made the mistake of starting Xenoblade uh, last week, which and and I've actually it it's got its hooks into me so far, which I'm like didn't really expect, was kind of surprised about, but like I'm I'm playing a lot of Xenoblade, and that's a big game. It's it's one of those that like honestly I still don't know if I'm gonna finish. Right? It's like I'm something like you know six or seven hours in. The, the story has picked up multiple times. You know, there's been multiple mm. like quote unquote like twists. And I'm like, oh, what's gonna happen next? But I still am not fully confident that I'm going to finish it, really. And then I'm, I'm curious about Chained Echoes now. I want to give that a shot. I imagine that can't be as long as Xenoblade. It'd be weird to take a Xenoblade break to play a full <laughs> another RPG. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have those like hour-long cutscenes that Xenoblade has. Or at least right. that yeah. first, the first two, I was like, are they all like this? Because like, I feel like I haven't touched the controller in forever. <laughs> Gosh, I literally, like, if I think, because I stopped playing last night... And I think I literally just turned off the screen in the middle of a cutscene. So I think when I turn it back on, I'll just, you know, I'm not, I wasn't even like I paused and saved. I was like, you know what, let's just, we'll just put a pin in this and I'll come back to this later. Uh, so that's where I'm at with that. And then also last night, which I, I don't know if you guys do this. I, before I even start playing a Switch game, I'll usually just look at the store and just kind of say like, oh, it's new, you know, because the Switch yeah. store is so weird. And uh, they had this game called uh, Pick Ross X Pick Bits versus Uzboros. Uzboros? 
And that's from I, I'm like a huge Picross fan. I don't know how you guys feel about Picross. I don't know if you've ever Never touched Picross. I love Picross. Okay, yeah, just a very like if you're unfamiliar, it's like a kind of it's almost like Sudoku is like the closest sort of like family member. It's it's not okay. it's different, right? The rules are different, but I think it scratches the same itch of it's like a, a math based logic puzzle. And this game, this Pickbits versus Uzbaras game, is basically high speed Picross. It's like you, instead of having these big grids that you take a long time to figure out and solve, it throws a series of small grids at you, and you have to solve them as quickly as possible. And um, and then like if you do well, it culminates in this like um, it looks almost like Patapon. You guys remember that rhythm strategy yeah. game? Yeah. You like you you earn like points by solving Picross puzzles really quickly to like enable a Patapon fight. And if you do well, you win. And if you don't do well, you lose. And it's 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 dangerous. Like, and it's from Jupiter. It's from Nintendo's Picross team. It's not just like some. There's a lot of like weird Picross imitators on the Switch store, but uh, this is like you know like official quote unquote, I guess you could say. And uh, I played that for like about an hour. I downloaded the demo, and I was it was one of those situations where I was like, well. I gotta buy this. Like, this isn't even a question here. I I don't even know why I wasted time with the demo. Like, just I should have just ripped off the band aid right away. Um, but you can transfer your save progress, which is nice. So that I think is just gonna be one of those things that it's probably gonna get its hooks into me. And it's like I'm gonna go sit down to play Xenoblade. And it's like, well, or I could play this Picross X game for 20 uh... minutes, and that turns into two hours. <laughs> you know, I'm just worried that that's gonna happen. Like. I, I, I'm, I'm not ready to commit to like, oh, you know, this is one of my favorite games of the year. But I will say, because I love Picross so much, it did make me pause for a moment and be like, ooh, should I have... Should I have to write an editor's pick for this? Yeah, like, should this have <laughs> been in the running? I mean, it literally came out like a day or two ago. So it's like really coming under the wire. But like, if, if you like Picross, and if you like in particular, like solving the smaller Picross puzzles very quickly, man, I would take a look. Uh, Picross X on the eShop. I liked your tweet where you uh, shared the footage of it. Like, right. And I also like Picross, and it definitely made my, my ears perk up watching the footage of like, oh, that does look really fun. <laughs> and now hearing you talk about it, it's like, do I want to go through that same thing of like, oh, I could play this RPG or I could play this like really quick and satisfying Picross thing and then yeah. not make progress in my two giant RPGs. <laughs> the, the other funny thing, Marcus, is like that tweet, you, you perfectly encapsulated because like you were familiar with Picross, so you looked at it and you're like, just seeing like 20 seconds of gameplay, you're like, okay, I see what this is, right? Okay, cool. Yeah, maybe I'd be into this. But like if, you're, if you've never played Picross, it just looks like a foreign language, I think, of just like... <laughs> high-speed grid-based, like, Picross puzzle yeah. solving. Like, if you don't have the basics of how it works, you'd probably look at it and be like, what is happening here? <laughs> why, why is he feeling... Why is that Why is that line of blocks okay, but that one isn't? What is going on, you know? I'm start... How have we not gotten Picross 3D round three on Switch yet? Like, how has oh, that not man. been a thing? Because I, I still will, on occasion, fire up my 3DS to play round two. Like yeah, I, that I adore incredible. that game so much, and it's like how have we how are we this deep into the Switch lifecycle and have not gotten a new Picross 3D? <laughs> well, there's two answers to that. I'm part of the problem, and that I just keep buying every 2D Picross game that comes out. So it's like we can just keep making these. Kyle keeps buying them. We don't really need to. to... <laughs> Is the 3D and 2D formulas that different? Yeah, they're pretty. They're yeah. pretty different. Yeah. Um, but the other thing, and Marcus, I don't know if you'll agree with me or not, but like, I feel like 3D Picross is pretty reliant on having like a touchscreen and a stylus. I don't yeah. know how I could play it with a controller. 
I mean, I guess you could, because I know when on uh, on the 3DS you could rotate with the 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 stick. Yeah. If you want to play it that way, but I mean, you want to use the stylus to like yeah. tap to break the squares and stuff like that. Like that tactile like sensation is it's really strong and it's it feels so satisfying to break those blocks away and see the shape underneath yeah, it also it just works so well you like hold down a button to rotate and you let go of the button to tap and like I, I i'd love to see them try with a controller but i just in my brain i don't i don't know how it would work but i'd love to be wrong technically you could just do it i mean the switch is a touch screen and you can you know they don't make a stylus for it but you i own a stylus that works with the switch screen that i've used exactly maybe like twice <laughs> i think there was only one game i needed it for it was like a point and click game i was reviewing for screen rant but yeah i think if anything it'll be easier just because there's more buttons and you know yeah it's, it's yeah, nicer to hold right. but yeah they that's that's not our problem to figure out right like just right, give, yeah. just give us a, a new pair cross 3d Please. Here's, uh, How about what about Picross 3D VR? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, I would totally be into that. Oh, that that's actually the other thing that I think I'll be playing a lot over the break that I played a lot in the last couple days is um, booted up the the Quest Two and took time to update everything. Uh, yeah. I I love Beat Saber. Like, oh, it played Beat Saber constantly. I I go through these like ebbs and flows where like I'm really into it. I play it every day, and then I don't play it for months, and then I'm really into it, and I play it every day. And I think I'm like getting into one of those everyday moments because they released like a rock pack, and so I was like, they have like Nirvana and uh, like White Stripes on there, and then I download. They had like a Lizzo pack that I downloaded, like the full Lizzo pack, which is like this just great Beat Saber music. And I'm like, I'm finding myself checking in to play a couple songs every day. I, I used to be able to play on expert. I've, I've lost that skill. I'm back down to hard, like some kind of loser. <laughs> so I got to get back up there. I've been listening to the, uh, black Panda Wakanda forever soundtrack a lot lately. Yeah. And I want to, I want to play that whole thing in Beat Saber. <laughs> I want to oh, yeah. play. That'd be awesome. Um, there is a week. The weekend has a song on there that where I think he did from the original Black Panther soundtrack. Uh, so so there me. is a Black Panther song. Yeah, "Pray for Me" I think is in Beat Saber yeah. now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, a lot of weird stuff for me. RPGs, Picross, and Beat Saber. Sounds like a good time to me. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, for real. Well, word. Uh, I think mine is. I've kind of talked about it. I've kind of chimed in here and there. I think uh, gonna be a lot of travel. Gonna be dealing with family stuff, which has kind of been the routine this past year. Um, and then hopefully playing games. I don't. I'm packing my PS5, which I know is dangerous. That's an undertaking. Yeah, it's it a is. Brick. Normally, I I covered in bubble wrap and put it in my suitcase. And I think I might have bubble wrap in the car, so I might do that again. Uh, but you can always tell on like TSA, like had to open your bag to see like what the hell was inside this bubble wrap. Like, why are you transporting this abstract art sculpture? Yeah. Well, now the PS5 has been out so long. I feel like they're like, oh, okay. They like, can just see it in the scanner, you know. You would think. But um, do you have to take in it in case I do? Is oh, huh? I, I, never mind. I guess it's not a carry on. I was thinking, do you have to take it out and put it in a little? Tray for oh god, I, I will never do that. With PS5. <laughs> I've done it with the Series S. I will I never see do that someone with PS5. bring a PS5 in here, <laughs> and then I'm gonna try to hook it up to the little TV in my seat. <laughs> no, no way. Oh my god. But I don't know if I'm gonna have a screen like a, a TV in like all the places we're staying. So 
I don't know. Might be a, a Steam Deck angle there. Or I'll just play WoW Dragonflight on my laptop. You know what's nice is when I, I traveled for Thanksgiving out of state with family. And, you know, I took my Switch and I brought my laptop. And then I remembered that Xbox has, like, the cloud saving and stuff for, like, oh. PC games. And I was like, oh, I can keep playing my Game Pass games. I was like, oh. and then I just downloaded Signalis and, and Pentiment and um, and Vampire Survivors and then just, you know, resumed my save from console. And it's like, I know that's been a thing forever, but I never had a reason to do that until now. And are, it just are you felt- talking about like you are you logged in on, a, on someone else's Xbox? Is that what you're saying? No, I logged in on mine because I have a Game Pass account and like Ultimate and then just using cloud saves. Like I'm going to download the Windows version of Vampire Survivors and just upload my cloud oh, save. Right. So, you know, I don't have to actually be at my console. And I was just. You can also do the cloud gaming thing, right? Yeah, if but in, yeah, I don't use it just because I don't have a. I don't, if, I if you want to dislike either. the game that you're playing, it's <laughs> a fun way to do that. But I've never had to with that. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, it's just like it's a nice. It's nice that Xbox has that option of like I don't have to bring my console. I my laptop is basically the console. You know. Yeah. No, it's awesome. Yeah, it's it's why generally speaking, if when it comes to like, hey, do you want the PlayStation version or the Xbox version? I generally just go Xbox, just because the cloud save is just easier to manage i mean playstation has cloud saves options but you have to do a lot of babysitting with it you yeah. know plus it's yeah. only one platform for right. it. it's not like there's yeah. a, a new handheld that they can transfer to or anything totally man what if there was though i feel like i know i feel like they learned their lesson from the vita but like there's a part of me that thinks they're gonna give it another stab one of these days i i it's, still just, i mean look at the market right now yeah especially with the Steam know? deck being with they're like we can do that We've we've done two of those before. Let's do a third. Steam Deck, Switch, isn't Logitech doing one or something like that? They did, yeah, yeah I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just want like a PlayStation 4 portable. Like I think that would that would cover just about everything for me from PlayStation what I would want. Yeah. They could make it affordable yeah. too, and then they would I was gonna say, that. yeah, it won't be PlayStation Fordable. <laughs> but like I don't I don't want it to be like a different platform like vita right like you could jump back and forth between a lot of ps3 and vita games but i just want it i want it like when i turn on my playstation 4 portable i just want it to look like the playstation 4 ui and have all the functions that's my dream like uh like you don't want the bubbles no i'm good (laughs) (laughs) oh man the bubbles were bad and then uh, actually uh, across the street from my grandparents house like literally half a mile down the road uh so i guess not across the street it's a very large street it's a half mile long street it's like a Silent Hill street. Yeah. Across the street is a, a new board game shop that opened up and they sell like Pokemon cards and they sell like they stock like old packs too that are no longer in print. And so I might I walked in there on things like the week of Thanksgiving when I was home and there were people playing like the Digimon card game, like a tournament was happening. I was like, Whoa, like you normally only see that for magic, you know? Um I didn't even know there was still Digimon card game. I didn't know that was still supported. Were any of them wearing digivices and or crest? I didn't get a good look because I was I was in a rush. Okay. Because I would. Yeah. I'd be that. that I should guy. have announced when I walked in. Hello. Does anybody here have a Digimon? <laughs> what is it called? A, a digivice. Oh, I knew that. What was the other? Uh, the, crest, the crest. And in like the later, like the second half of that first season, there are like these necklaces that like each of them basically 
is their traits of like I the leader Ty has the crest of courage and then Matt has the uh, crest of friendship. It's like they're defining. Does anybody have trait, the crest basically. of friendship? Please speak yes, up. Crest of reliability. Anyone? Mm, that's fair. Not me. Well, cool. So let's get into listener questions. I think. Yeah. We got a few people writing in about their holiday traditions. Um, Legend of Gamer 102 said, Since I started education in 2019, I've been lucky enough to have a two-week winter break again. I spend much of it catching up on backlog games and shows. Most of my old holiday traditions are changing as family is aging and moving. So we're working on building new ones with our kids. That's cool. I I feel like Kayla and I, we moved away from home. We moved away a long time ago. 2014 and since then we've been making our own traditions and stuff so we always do like pajamas on christmas eve like every year we have like a set of pajamas we open and we don't really do like christmas presents typically uh we'll do like uh sometimes we'll do in recent years we've done where like we have a prompt and we both go to the store with like you know a budget and you have to fill each of us have to fill the same prompt for the other person that's really fun yeah, can you give me an example prompt? Yeah, like uh, something to keep you warm. Oh. Uh, and so we both have to find something to keep each other warm. Something to give store. you store credit on the PlayStation. <laughs> 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 something to download uh, Signalis on Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> That's cool. Um, I like that. So I yeah, steal that. That's fun. Yeah, it'll yeah, like something sweet, something you know, and we usually have like eight things or so, five to eight things, and you go through. You just go to one store and you see what you could find. Uh, I think like last year I cheated. She really wanted like an air fryer for like years. She's been asking for one. So something to keep you warm. I think I was like, well, it technically heats our kitchen up a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so here's an air fryer. But typically it's like very like small stuff. But that's cool. Legend of Gamer. I hope you have a great holiday. Zachary Pliggy responded saying, I usually get lost in a MMO or multiplayer world, I'm, I'm right there with you. It helps me reset, get over the holiday blues, and enjoy the holidays in-game. Holiday blues? Yeah. Yeah. Are you sad? Holiday blues. In the holidays? Yeah. Zach? Yeah. That could be a tough time I think, for some I think people. The, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the holidays can be blues-like, you know? It can be stressful. Um, it can be stressful. Maybe you, you know, a lot of situations where you might feel the holiday i had that last year actually because i was supposed to go to um i was supposed to visit family in new jersey and then literally the the night before because i had an early morning flight i got sick like really sick suddenly and i wasn't sure if it was COVID or not and it was like too late to Mm -hmm. get tested so i had to like i just i had to not go i had to refund my flight so my i was going to meet my mom my stepdad up there and you know i wound up just kind of going to their house down south and watching your dogs instead just as a favor uh and then i got tested and i found out it wasn't no covid just a bad cold i guess mm. um yeah but then it was like huh now i have nothing to do for christmas so i turned a negative into a positive where i <laughs> i decided to be a good idea to drive to my elementary school that i love love this school and i've always wanted to go in and just sort of walk around you know, like for nostalgia, <laughs> yeah, right? Because then you hear the the sirens, you hear the sirens <laughs> as you walk in. Well, it's always infuriated me, and I understand why, especially in this school shooter age of like, it's kind of sucks that you can't just visit your school 
if you don't have like a kid that goes there like yeah especially florida yeah yeah. um i'm like hey can i just walk up and be like can i get a visitor pass and you're like why are you here like i literally just kind of want to walk down the halls and just be like oh this is still here and you know because my memory is hazy and i but i have fond memories of this place and so i remembered i was like hey it's christmas it's christmas day no one's there like even people that would normally be there when it's closed aren't there and so I drove there, and I may have hopped the fence and just sort of walked around and took. In- <laughs> may have broken a window. Did you I didn't allegedly go, in- go inside, or did you just allegedly walk around? Allegedly, I walked around. I didn't go inside because it's one of those. It's an old school. Like it literally has not changed since I was there in like the nineties, uh, which maybe says something about our education system. But um, it's one of those schools where like it's like half of it's outdoors. If that makes sense. You know, like you have to that's some walk Florida from like nonsense. different buildings. We don't and have stuff. that going on here. Uh, so. You got like the, like you might know West, like those cubicles, the portables, where the, like yeah. the portable classes are out there. Yeah, um, and I just kind of walked around and just, just alone, conscious of like I had like an alibi ready. Like if I somehow get caught, my plan was basically to be like, hey, it's Christmas, <laughs> you should let me off. <laughs> Not much of an alibi, just a, yeah. a plea. More more so. of a, yeah, I guess it's more of a plea of like, hey, you know, I just. I'm not here to cause mischief or steal anything. I'm just this idiot that used to go here, and I'm kind of like scratching off a bucket list thing. I'm like, it'd be cool to just do this, and so I, I did it. I didn't I get love caught. that idea, honestly. Like that, that I just sort of thinking about it now. I'd have to go back to South Carolina, but I'd be like, man, it would be cool to like walk those halls just to because you're so much taller now. It's everything's gonna yeah. feel so small. You know, it'd be cool. I had that thing of like they had the overhead sort of like walkways, and I was like, man, I'm almost touching this. Was it always this short? And I was like, oh, wait, I'm taller now, obviously. <laughs> yeah. like, I had to do a double take, but I have the pictures on my phone, so I never have to do it again. But I, now I have the reminder of like, okay, this, pl- this thing is here. In my mind, I knew it was there. Okay, now I know forever. I went down a slide too. <laughs> I'm on a Christmas 2022. Marcus blog of your junior high. I can trespass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Live stream on Twitch. <laughs> that's really funny. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. Jill wrote in. Jill Grote, the Indian former. Jill Grote wrote. Hey. Jill Grote wrote. As uh, as for us, um, for our stockings, my husband and I enter a store together, then dash in different directions. The goal is to pick up a certain number of the best possible stuffers. And then get to the checkout as quickly as possible without being seen by the other. The result is a ludicrous game <laughs> of sneaking, dodging, and suspicious behavior. It's great, and at the end, we get presents. I uh, The last two stories now, we have Marcus and Jill both like <laughs> like doing these innocuous things that I think are really sweet and, and lovely, but look like criminal acts from the <laughs> outside. Like, you know? <laughs> I was going to say... Did- Jill and her husband are basically doing the old Nickelodeon toy run. Right. Oh, <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> like, and I'm totally down for that as someone that always wanted to do that and used to send postcards to be on that thing and never got picked. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. What hap- I want to know what happens if they see each other. Is the game over? Like if you A bump sacrifice. into each other? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Not back to this. Yeah, we need, yeah a, we, I don't know. We need a follow-up, Jill. Yeah, what happens if you get caught? You have to restart the mission. Yeah, the Metal you put Gear music back kicks on the in. Shelves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, last question here, or last comment, really. 
uh, mash start button in Discord says, I'm an anti-Christmas Christmas movie kind of guy. I almost exclusively watch atypical Christmas movies around this time of year. Beginning with Lethal Weapon on the 1st of December as I set up the tree and Die Hard on Christmas Day. Wait, you said Basically, atypical. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. So it's Lethal okay, Weapon. But in the grand scheme, you ask your grandma what her favorite <laughs> Christmas movie is. She's not going to say Die Hard. Probably. I mean, Depends grandma, on the grandma. Be wrong. There's actually, yeah. actually, honest to God, my, my mom's mom, who is my daughter's grandmother, it has been on the Die Hard as a Christmas movie train like way before it was cool and would say that. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and they finish off saying, uh, basically, any movie set at Christmas counts as a Christmas movie, but I give bonus points for nudity, violence, <laughs> explosions, <laughs> cussing, gunfire, or blood. So, huh. so yeah. <laughs> so, Lethal Weapon, right, is written by Shane Black, uh, who is a successful writer and director in his own right. Um, and almost all of his movies take place during Christmas. So. Oh. Like Iron Man three, Iron Man three. Yep. And then, um, the nice guys was going to be my big mm-hmm. recommendation, which is a fantastic movie written and directed by Shane I haven't Black. Seen that. Uh, Ryan Gosling. Uh, it's hilarious. It's so funny. The nice guys. And it's like a murder mystery. Chris that happens to take place around Christmas. Yeah. Sh- Shane Black has even, he's in interviews and stuff. He's like, which I think is a great point. He's like, I'm writing these movies. If you just make it take place during Christmas, it just adds that extra little, wrinkle of interestingness because it's just a different tone so like iron man 3 is a great example it's like iron man 3 didn't really have to take place during christmas but the fact that it does just adds this weird ethereal sort of holiday element to it that just improves it us just like it turns up the volume a little bit so i yeah shane black look up shane black movies i wonder what he thinks of blue stinger blue stinger (laughs) the dreamcast game it also took place during uh christmas for some reason do you guys on on a on a similar topic nightmare before christmas is that a halloween movie or is that a christmas movie i don't know if i've ever watched it it's it's christmas in my house but not necessarily on purpose like we just watch more like traditional horror movies during october and so nightmare before christmas kind of becomes a december movie but i think it isn't i don't know that's a tough one i think it is a, a christmas movie because that's what it's a, about like halloween occurs in the first i don't know three minutes and then it's done and then the movie is about christmas so i kind of consider it a christmas like you movie. would watch it my daughter christmas. had the revelation this year that it's a thanksgiving movie because it just <laughs> you can that's the perfect middle place to watch it was was her reasoning which i thought was pretty clever it's a good compromise yeah. yeah, I was wondering, like, when are you more more likely to watch it, either on Halloween or uh, Christmas? Probably Christmas. I mean, my fa- I've, I've seen clips of the movie because my family will watch it, and I'll, like, pop in for, like, two minutes. Mm-hmm. So I've, like, seen a lot of clips over the years, but I've never actually sat down to watch it myself. But it is always during Christmas that I walk by or it's you're flipping through and it's on TNT or something. I don't know. Yeah. Do you have any desire to watch it? I'm curious. Not really. It's a great movie. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Has a weird. I feel like I've seen enough chunks of it that I'm like, all right, I get it. I'm good. Yeah, it's, it has this like weird the dog, right? The, the zombie dog, yeah. ghost. Yeah, dogs. you nailed it. Ghost dog. <laughs> um. <laughs> but it, it has a weird like hot topic reputation now, right? It's like yeah. got this whole culture. Yeah, I think it. that might be like what turned me off. Yeah, it's but like, like if you zoom out, like it's it's John, it's genuinely a fantastic movie with great music. 
Like there's a yeah. reason it has maintained popularity for all these decades, you know. Yeah. Who's the composer on it? Danny Elfman. Wasn't it Danny Elfman? Yes. Yeah. yeah he just did a concert of it, and Phoebe Bridgers Bridges was <gasps> uh, Wendy, and they like sing together on stage, and it was really cool. Oh. Yeah. That's all cool. right. Well, now I have to watch it. Did cause... they do it for Christmas or Halloween though? Ooh. <laughs> Oh, I guess they did it for Christmas because it was like last week, I think. Um, but it was very cool. I think that settles the debate then. I love Phoebe Bridgers. So Kingdom Hearts is a Christmas game. <laughs> I gotta say, Alex, That's you could funny. always just play the first like three Kingdom Hearts games. They all go to Nightmare. <laughs> I, I have. I've, I've, been to, I've been to that world in, in a Kingdom Hearts. It was Kingdom Hearts 2. And, the, and one, both I of think, them. Yeah. yeah, one yeah. and one. Yeah. Okay, okay. They go back to that. I've definitely one a lot. been to that world. Yeah. So maybe, maybe I've, that's where I have my feel from is Kingdom Hearts. But uh, I think that's gonna do it for the show this week, the GI Show Holiday Special. Thank you everybody for writing in, sharing your stories and your traditions. Also, shout out to Home Alone. I just want to say that before we wrap up, uh, the best Christmas movie. Is it controversial to say that I think Home Alone Two is better? Hmm. I, yeah, I really like Lost I think in it the, is. I, I love the first one, but I, I'm a sucker. I mean, two is really good. I just, I never like, hey, you guys want to watch Home Alone 2? <laughs> it's always like we're flipping <laughs> the channels or like, it's already on. It's like, oh, it's Home Alone 2. Let's watch it. I love the hotel. But nobody actively seeks out Home Alone 2. Right. I love the hotel stuff in that movie. Like it is good. I like the Central Park stuff. <laughs> I think it's also the bird like, lady. Oh it's yeah, a bird tainted lady. now because there's that Trump cameo in it. Yeah. You know, they should release oh, like the. Yeah. They should just like release the Trump free edit on Disney Plus or something. It's not a necessary <laughs> scene. It's just a cameo. Face. <laughs> just just yeah. cut him out. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for the show, y'all. Uh, of course, if you enjoyed it, uh, and you're sitting around and you have time and you want to help us out, you can go and leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts. Uh, that really helps us out and uh, helps us kind of, you know, helps our, our weight in the algorithm of Apple Podcasts and where we rank and all that fun stuff. Uh, and it also just helps uh, new listeners of the show. You know, they I, I'm a person who reads reviews for a show before I start it, but I know I might be in the minority there, uh, but we do exist. There's dozens of us. And uh, so we'd love it if you left us a podcast review. Uh, we've got a, we've got Game Informer uh, articles and videos and podcasts all holiday long. So head over to GameInformer.com for all of that. Stay tuned to the first week of January for our... I mean, Wes, you've got Dead Island 2 stuff rolling out um, over the holidays, right? Depending on when this goes up, um, between now and the end of December, we'll have at least four Dead Island 2 features going up. And pretty great ones, yeah. in my opinion. And then, yeah, in January, we're going to continue the rollout. Yeah, big rollout in terms of video and podcast. I think we're going to have a, a the, probably the first week back, we'll talk all about Dead Island 2, I think. Um, we, we played it for seven hours. And, yeah, so look forward to that. Thanks for watching, everybody. Of course, go and follow everybody here. Follow Kyle at Kyle M. Hilliard. Follow Marcus at Marcus Stewart 7 Follow Wes at LeBlanc West. That's L-E-B-L-A-N-C-W-E-S. Uh, and you can follow me at It's Van Aiken. Uh, that'll do it. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Yeah.